Hello and welcome to Yasmina Uncut, a podcast all about taboo topics, love, marriage, children and everything in between. Hello, today we are talking all things motherhood. I'm really, I apologize for that. I cannot sing, probably shouldn't try either. But um, I became a mum at the age of 21. I'm going to tell you one thing. It doesn't matter whether you become a mum at the age of 16 or at the age of 50, at the age of 100, whatever age you become a mum. It is the same for a run in terms of no one is prepared for it. You can be as prepared as you want to. You can study all the books there are out there, read every article there is on the internet, get experiences from 100 different mums and still it's going to feel confusing. You have to trust your inner intuition. You need to trust that you know what you're doing. You just know what's best for your child. It's almost like you know what's best for you, so you know what's best for your child. You know, advocating for your child can be and for your rights and how you feel can be so hard at the beginning because you feel like you don't know what you're doing. You're so new to it. So how could you possibly know what you're doing? But that's your child now. That's you are in control of the whole situation. You parent the way you want to. There's no right or wrong way to parent. But I wish someone had told me that when I first became a parent. Because I felt like I had to listen to everyone's advice and I had to take in everything and try to incorporate everything. When in reality is that I was in charge of how I parent my child. And the sooner you learn that, the better and the more freeing it feels. I find when you are hearing stuff from people, it's so easy to kind of feel like you have to take on that advice. Because they might have five, six children or whatever and they might have experience and you're like, well, they clearly know what they're doing. But in reality, is it's not about that. It's not about that they know what they're doing. It's that they don't know your child. You know your child. That's your flesh and blood. And even if it isn't your flesh and blood, that's your child. You know, no matter how you've come into motherhood, whether you've birthed them or whether you've adopted them, that is your baby. And you get to say what's right or wrong. And I think for so long, I just wanted the approval of others to kind of let me know that I was doing the right thing when in reality, how could anyone know what the right thing even was? It's like saying define perfection. There is no definition for it. There's not a person who looks like perfection to say, yep, this is what perfection looks like. This is what we all have to strive to be. There's no such thing. It's just like, show me the perfect mum. There is no perfect mum. So do you and do what feels right for you. I remember when I came back from the hospital with my daughter, even like not so much my son, because I think second time around you gain all this confidence and you know that you've kind of got this. But the se- first time around, I remember like we came home and Nina was like crying and crying. And I was like, she won't settle. I'm stressing. I must be a bad mom. Like, how am I going to be able to settle her? And it got to like 2 a.m. and I was trying to continually breastfeed her. And it just, she was just so unsettled. And I gave up and I was like to my husband, like, go get a formula can. Like, we need it. We need to feed her. And he went in the middle of the night to Coles and got a formula bottle and um, some formula and we fed it to her and she settled and she went straight to sleep and I said why did I put so much pressure on myself to breastfeed this baby when this bottle has knocked her out like what are we doing like who let us take this child home like why did they allow us to be parents but in reality is is that we all go through that discovery phase where you get the baby and you're getting to know the baby and the baby's getting to know you and when they're fresh out the womb The first day is always like something where they always, I think a midwife once said to me that they still feel like they're in the womb. They don't know that they're out yet or I don't know, something like that. Whereas the second day they're well aware that they're no longer in the womb. So um, 
you know, they're really unsettled and they cry a lot. And I wasn't prepared for that. I was like, oh my God, this is an absolute shit show. I have officially failed. If this was a test, I would get an F. I'd get a fucking Z at this point. But, you know, my mum would say, you know, it's okay, just let the baby cry. And I was like, no, I can't let the baby cry. Like, she's not okay. Like, something's wrong. My mum was like, babies cry. It's what they do. It's okay. Like, you don't need to stress at every single little cry. And I felt... The calmer I was, the calmer the baby was. It's almost like when they say like dogs are calm when they're around people who aren't scared of them and then when they can smell fear when someone around them is, you know, fearing them. I think it's a little bit like babies when they feel that you're calm. You are just so much like easygoing with them. You pick them up in a certain way. Like you're more of a natural with it all. Whereas when you're frantic and you're stressed, they can feel it. They can feel your emotion. And I wish someone had told me that because I just went into it like stressed AF. I was just like, oh my God, call my mum, call my mother-in-law, call anyone with experience because I can't, I can't function right now. Like we're never going to get sleep again. Is this what motherhood is? I remember the first week that I had gotten home from the hospital with my daughter, my firstborn. Um, my mum had taken the week off work and my husband took the week off work. So after that week, they were both going to go back straight to work. So I had to really adapt in this one week. And by day three, I think it was, my daughter was born quite small. She was born at like 2.8 or 2.7 kilos. So she was really small. So she had to be in premature clothes. And I was telling my mum how we needed to buy some more because I just bought newborn clothes and now, you know, she was swimming in them. And my mum said, you know, let's go to the shops together and you can pick out some clothes for her. And I said, oh, no, 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 I'm too nervous. I can't leave the house right now. Like, I feel anxious. She might cry. She might this, she might that. And she said, oh, you know, it's okay. I'm with you because you need to do this because I'm going to go back to work. And I want to know that you're able to leave the house if you want to. So let's get out. And I remember feeling so anxious, like I was crying all night, so scared. And I didn't expect having to go out to like the shops to a shopping center was going to impact me that much with having a newborn like you're just going out to a shopping center but at the time I didn't realize that like having the baby blues after birth or postpartum depression is so normal or postpartum anxiety I had so much of that and you know it was only day four post post birth and my birth went quite um good so I was walking up and going within the second day of giving birth and my mom was like okay let's go and we went and we got halfway into the freeway and my baby was screaming she was screaming her lungs out and I stupidly panicked so badly and I was sitting at the back seat with her that I took her out of her car seat and held her in my hand my mum literally pulled up into the emergency lane and she was yelling at me she's like what are you doing and I started crying I'm like I don't know my body literally hurts because she's crying like I can't see her distressed like that mum like I'm really struggling and I remember just bursting out into tears and I felt so out of control and I had said to her why did you take me out I told you I didn't want to go out and I remember her looking at me and she started crying she said it's okay you're doing an amazing job it's okay to feel this way but by taking her out of her car seat you were endangering your life and hers more importantly <laughs> and I was like what do you mean more importantly and you know just that moment where I really snapped and I realized just how anxious I'd felt and you know we got to the shopping center eventually I'd fed her in the emergency lane and put her back in her car seat my mom made me sit at the front so that I couldn't do that again we went to the you know shopping center we shopped and I felt so such a sigh of relief because you know my daughter just slept all the way in the shopping center on the way back she was asleep and I just felt like okay I can tackle this it's okay if she cries and I just remember feeling like 
why is this so hard? Like, why does no one talk about that? That anxiety that you feel after you give birth, that feeling of like not even being able to leave your house without someone with you. And I remember when my mother and, you know, husband went back to work, I was like, oh shit. And I looked at the baby and I was like, Nina, it's just me and you. Like, snap, like, how are we going to do this? And the first few days, like, honestly, we just lounged around and I just fed her, kept her quiet, was trying to just settle her all the time, doing basic stuff like cooking a meal, like taking a shower felt like such an effort. It felt like, you know, it was so daunting to do because I had to leave her in some way. And I felt like, no, I had to always be by her side, but it's that anxiety. And when I slowly started to push myself to go out more, like I remember I went for a walk down the road to like my local coffee shop and she was in the pram and I started to gain more confidence. And I realized that like, it was just a matter of like doing it more and more for me to get to where I, you know, to where I'm confident without anyone with me. But, you know, going through that experience, I honestly had no idea it was something that I would have struggled with. I'm someone who's super outgoing, who's out 24-7, my whole pregnancy, the last day I was pregnant, like I was literally like 39 weeks when my waters broke and I was at the shops, like walking around. It was like my daily exercise. So I didn't expect that to be an issue, but it is for some people and that's okay. It's something that will get better as time goes on and it's something that you got to continue doing for you to get better at it's almost like an exercise or learning to ride a bike you got to do it more and more often for you to feel confident and there's nothing wrong with that there are so many great aspects to motherhood and there are so many things that you know take you by surprise for instance for me I didn't think my friendship group would change so drastically there were people that I've known for the majority of my life who couldn't understand my new life couldn't understand that my you know, my main priority now was my child. And, you know, for, for a lot of people, you'd think it's common sense. Someone has a baby, it's their main priority, of course. But for some people around me, they struggled and that's okay. You know, I'm not for everyone. And we, you know, there are a lot of people that we parted ways with because, you know, stopping with someone at a shopping center to go into the restroom or to feed their baby or like, you know, having to hold their baby if they are needing a hand, for them, that might be too much. And you know what? They did me a favor because it was almost like it was sifting through real friends and fake friends and I was able to see who's really down for me and who isn't and having a child whether you have one or not it had nothing to do with it my two best friends at the time and still are my two best friends like they didn't have children back then and they were one of my biggest support systems they were always there for me they were asking about my children wanting to hold them wanting to take care of them and that kind of support really showed me that they were down for me and also I think having a child really made gave me this like empowerment made me feel like I know who I am and I know this is what I want in my life like having my child as my best friend was enough for me and I know it doesn't sound healthy like having just a newborn baby as your best friend you obviously need people to speak to but I felt like I was content with my life so I didn't care who left and who didn't but you know you do need this interaction and you need people to speak to but I didn't go to any mother's groups, which I regret now because I just thought that I wouldn't have anything in common. Every mum I had ever met at a maternal health nurse visit or whatever it may be or at the hospital, they were older than me. And I felt like I was going to be judged for a lot of the stuff. I didn't have my shit together. You know, half the time I was crying or, you know, my house was an absolute bomb. It wasn't, you know, a showroom. So I felt like I just wasn't worthy enough for their friendship. And Looking back now, it's so stupid because a lot of mums can relate to feeling like they don't have their life together, to feeling as though, 
you know, you're out of control of your life and there's so much to relate to, you know, the no sleep, relating to not getting enough sleep and routining your kid and little things that we all will go through no matter how perfect of a mum that you are. And so, you know, it really helped me really see who's down for me and it helped me make new friends who are now like life friends, like meeting a mum not long ago, probably half a year ago, who's a mum also who's so much like me and I was like, you know, I wish that I had met you sooner. You know, you make me feel normal. You make me feel sane. And I just went through a phase where I just started to feel so secure where I was. And I was like, there's nothing that I need to hear from anyone else that's going to make me feel more me. So I just kind of didn't allow myself to, you know, respond to opportunities to make new mum friends. But, you know, you always need mum friends. I feel like you need at least one that you can relate to to make you feel normal. And I think it's the same with social media, like who you follow who you follow, I hope they make you feel good about being the mum that you are. There are some people who choose to just show you the beautiful stuff and there's nothing wrong with that because some people that's something that they strive to be is perfect and, you know, all of that. But we all struggle in some way or another and some people choose to show it and make you feel like you're not the only one and some people choose to, you know, keep it to themselves and you just got to follow those people that kind of make you feel good about the way that you're parenting and make you feel like that you're normal, that there are ups and downs in parenthood and there's, you know, it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's normal. If it was all sunshines and rainbows, we'd probably pop 10 kids out by now. Let's be real. I think for me, one thing I really didn't intend on happening when I became a mum was for me to feel like I lost my identity. I felt like for so long I was mum and that was it. I was mum and if I was changing up anything, I was wife. And that was all I felt like. And, you know, I know for some people it sounds bad. It sounds like you're not content just being a mum. But it wasn't that. It just felt like I had lost me. I couldn't, I looked in the mirror and I didn't recognize who I was anymore. The way I looked wasn't the way I used to look. The way I do things on a daily wasn't the way I do things anymore. It's almost like you're in this weird dream where you're stuck in this body and life of someone else. And that's how truly it felt when I first became a mum. I felt like, you know, how was I going to get back me? I, everything I've ever known, my daily routine was out the window. Everything I ever cared about or did for myself was out the window. And so, you know, I just started to feel like I was not resenting being a mum. I guess I just felt like I was missing out. And I felt like, you know, maybe I had kids too young or, you know, maybe it wasn't a good idea for me to have kids. And you know, when I started having that conversation with my husband, you know, he made a good point and he's like, well, do things that make you happy. Do things that make you feel more you and feel more alive. And I was like, well, I don't know what makes me feel more alive. I'm like, at this point, making me feel more alive would be taking a shower. And he's like, no, like not basic human right things. He's like, no, do things for you. Go out and see your friends and do this and do that. And I was like, I don't know. I just have this mum guilt that if I put myself first in any way, shape or form that I was then declared a bad mother in my head and no one was judging me for it, but I did enough judgment for anyone around me. So I judged myself before anyone could. And when I stopped and started to see myself slip even more, I started to go, you know what? This is the time. I think I hit a wall at one stage where I started to resent my husband. You know, he was able to go to work and he was able to see his friends and speak to you know adults all day I started to resent him and when I started to do that that's when I realized that there's an issue 
and I started to put myself first. I would I started off with stuff that was little, like getting my eyelashes done, and that was just a beauty service. But it made me feel good about myself. It meant that when I woke up, I looked in the mirror and I felt kind of happy. You know, I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, you you don't look bad. You look good. Okay, you look alive. Your eyes are open. It's all good. So it made me feel good. And then slowly, I started seeing some of my friends. Like I'd put Nina down to bed and I'd go out for coffee with them at night and or to their house. And I just felt like. You know, that little bit of me was coming back. And then that's when, you know, the blog really started to take off and I started to share more of my feelings about motherhood and all of that. And it became something that excited me. It became something that I was doing on the side that made me feel good. And just putting myself first in that sense, doing stuff that made me feel good. And my husband had allocated a day during the week, which was his day off. And he would say, do stuff for you on this day. I'm going to take the kids out. I'm going to take them out, even if it's like for three hours. You do stuff for you because don't do any housework. Don't do anything that's like maintenance or anything. Just go do you. Go see your friends. Go to the shops. Do something that makes you truly happy. And when he started to push me to do that, I just started to feel like myself again. And I know like for people who either aren't parents or, you know, are maybe parents and are judging right now, I think what you don't realize is the people who judge you for having time to yourself when you're a mum are usually the people who don't have that time to themselves and are almost resentful that you get that time to yourself because you know I'm super blessed to have a partner who thinks that way and wants the best for my mental health and for my physical health but there's not a lot of partners that are that supportive and some people honestly maybe they're a single mum maybe they don't have a lot of support around them to have someone take care of the children even if it's for a few hours while they go do something for them but you know there are so many other ways that you can make yourself feel you more happy. Maybe it's staying up that extra hour to read your favorite book or watch your favorite movie while you're on a phone call to a friend. Maybe it's sleeping early so you can wake up extra early before the kids and get yourself together. Maybe take a long shower, maybe take a bath, whatever it may be. There are so many little things that we can do to feel more us and also prepare us to have a better week, have a better day. So many things that can benefit you in so many ways. And when you're happy, you in turn are a better mother, you're a better wife, and you're a better you, most importantly. I think for me, one thing that definitely changed after having kids was my relationship with my husband. I didn't think it would change. I thought we had a pretty solid foundation, and we do. But um, I didn't think it would change the way it did. I think for the very beginning, I did. I put him on the back burner because I was like, you're just not as important as our children. And... I neglected him because I myself felt neglected and that goes with so much in life like I find when you're unhappy with yourself you end up unhappy in so many aspects of your life and when you feel like you're not cared for the way you need you end up just resenting that person like I remember feeling like I just wasn't supported in the way that I needed at that time and at that time it could have been something as little as hey like my the baby woke up all night and you got up so late and end up rushing to work instead of waking up that little bit earlier to help me get an hour sleep while you held the baby early hours of the morning like little things like that and I started to resent him for so much and I didn't realize that you know our sex life was going to change I didn't have time to have sex I didn't want to have sex I you know I was up with a baby all night like oh I don't want to be touched I don't want to be held I don't want to be kissed and it's just a natural part of motherhood that people don't talk about a lot like you go through this part of life where this human being is so needy of you and then 
you feel like you have another child because it's your like your partner's just needy of you as well and you feel guilty for saying them you feel guilty for making him feel that way so you try to make an effort but sometimes you just don't want to and I think having that conversation with them can change so much like making him see where you're coming from and also you know putting in that effort with them can in turn help you like I remember when I stopped for a bit and I just remember feeling like I was just so negative to Billy that morning this one morning and he had come home and I had made a meal for him and we just sat down and I just said you know I'm so sorry for the way I've been treating you I said you know I'm really not coping with the amount of sleep that I'm getting and I feel like you know every day I'm just home with the baby and it's so beautiful but I feel lonely I feel like you get to go to work and I have to stay home with the baby and I don't get to talk to people like you do and honestly I'm jealous of that and I feel like you know I'm sick of telling the cash out chicka, the checkout chick at bloody Coles how my day's going because that's how lonely I am and you know when he started to understand that it helped our relationship a lot because he would do little things that made me feel good like he would leave a note around the house or he would call me during the day and you know ask how I'm going and ask me to send funny videos and then that's when I started to do things for me and I started to put myself first and like do little things like start the blog or like you know do things that made me happy like start a hobby I remember like one of my biggest hobbies was like scrapbooking I started doing that and it just gave me a bit of purpose it gave me something to do and it also put my mind off things because you know I think a lot of the time people don't talk about how lonely motherhood can be and how you feel as though you know your partner gets all the good stuff they get to go out to work and I know it's work but they get to go out to work speak to people all day come home their baby is more often than not asleep or not far off and then they get to chill with you so you know it's hard for them to understand the day that you've been through because for them it's like well you've been home with the baby like it's not a big deal but it can be so taxing on our emotions and it can feel like you know you're at this dead end where you're like okay I love my baby so much but I feel like if I speak about it it's almost like saying I don't love my baby when it's I don't want that message to come across to anyone so you just kind of you're quiet about the feelings but honestly communication communication is key with so much one last thing I'm going to leave you with is there's no handbook to motherhood or parenthood okay there's no right and wrong you do you do what's best for your family don't listen to Karenette Coles or the girl across the street or your mum or your uncle or whoever do what you think is right for your family there's no right and wrong don't judge yourself too much okay you're doing a great job just the way you are and just remember to make some time for you because ultimately a happy you makes you the best mother that you could possibly be thank you for listening to yasmina uncut if you like this episode you can review like or subscribe to my channel chat to you soon Thank you.